Welcome to the Sober Fanboy. I'm your host, John Jeremy. Today we have our special guest, Mac, from the fucking Sober Podcast. She's going to talk about her podcast, her inspirations, and keeping it real in sobriety. That's a good way for you to, to come into the show. Uh, we're recording now. How's everybody doing? My name is John uh, Jeremy. I am the host of The Sober Fan Boy. And I got my special guest, Miss Lady Mac, right? Yep. You Katie say- Mac. Katie Mac. But I go by Mac. I go by Mac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Mac. Don't call me Katie. Yeah, don't no. do that. No, no, definitely don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, you know, I, I love asking people who uh, have any sort of like recovery background or trauma background or something like tell me a little bit about yourself because we all sort of have these answers like a little bit ready to go. But uh, for me, um you know, I, I, I identify as a sober creative. Um, I have been in and out of recovery for 10 years. I, my DOC is heroin and, uh, I've been clean almost 10 years from that. Yes. And then, um, Congrats. yeah, right. It's crazy. April. And then, Woo! um, I know it's really coming. Um, and then, you know, over time I just, you know, I'm an addict through and through. So that's another strong identification factor for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I have found a lot of kind of my, my path right through the creative arts. So I wish I could say something cool. Like I'm a fill in the blank. Um, but I've had the at, I had the hat of an actor producer and then now podcaster, um, and making kind of little films and, uh, playwriting stuff like that. It's just more like, um, like I gotta make the things, um, and I want to make it as hard on myself as possible. So I just keep picking up these new mediums. <laughs> but um, I guess overall, I like if, when I want to put on the pretentious hat, like I'm a storyteller. You know, I'm a storyteller. Mm, um, I like that. But yeah, yeah, and I live in New York City, and uh, and I'm uh, and I'm getting old slowly, one day at a time. I heard the lucky ones get old. <laughs> So. Yes. Oh my God. That is beautiful, actually. Supposedly. But yeah, that's all encompassing for me so far. That's awesome. And I never even thought about storyteller. That's a great way to describe my basically like I pick up everything and I'm and I do everything. So like I was just thinking, You really do. I was thinking about that today at work because I'm I just recorded stuff for a new project and I'm only gonna start revealing it once most of the project is done like 90 percent of the project's done then i'll start talking about it but like i was like how Man, about just like a little reveal like uh, what it, was it it's just it's it just like, good me it's, it definitely has music in it so that's okay. <laughs> that's what i could say that's all i'm gonna say about that but I'm, I'm working with different people and we're it's a different medium for me definitely so i think that it's 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 going into um it's gonna be very awesome so i keep it very vague with that but um do you like when well, how I met you was through your podcast. Which yeah. Which is incredible, yes. which I wanted to definitely talk about because of the fact that it was like nothing I've heard before 
as far as like, you know, you, you said the podcast. I said, okay, you know, podcast. I think I, I thought I knew what a podcast was. And I think like you even said it when we had a, one of our first phone conversations where they're always like, you know, welcome to the to the blah, blah, blah <laughs> podcast. And I'm like, uh, you know, because you had the same exact feeling that I had because I, I kind of, I don't, uh, not knocking it, but I also like, I, that's not my vibe like that. Like your podcast was well, totally whoa so you know if you want to explain that or talk anything whatever you want to say but your podcast firstly thank you for the ups thank you for the ups um it uh it feels really good i mean we're we're fresh off of making the first season and it's been i don't know it's been about a month away from it so it it's kind of this thing where you know with all artistic processes like i got sad that it was done but um, I'm going back to like revisit it and it's it feels really cool. And we've had an incredible response. But the podcast itself is called Fucking Sober. Um, yeah. And it came out of a need to uh, want to create another um, another way for people to feel not so alone. Um, the idea is sort of like an extra long qualification. It's about four hours of content. It's eight episodes. They're about 30 minutes long. And it's about Anita Drake, which if you, you know, mush up the words together, it's Anita Drink, like I need a drink. (laughs) Um, And that is our main character who is 80% based off of me. Anita is my middle name. So there's your little like fact. Um, I know it's like just, you know, you're you're like insider fact. Um, But yeah, it came out of the fact that in 2017, when I was going through yet another relapse, um, I just sort of like I was grasping at straws and I couldn't like go back to meetings because I was like ashamed and like, but also maybe I didn't want to stop drinking, but maybe also I like knew I should stop drinking. Like, I don't know where y'all been in that space and looking for resources that I could have as my own. Right. So like even a book, you know, a little bit like if you're a 12 step person and you, and you get a big book, a lot of times they tell you to put like a cover over it so you can put it in public, but you know, even, even a book, like, you know, you're putting something out there. Um, and some, the podcasts are like, kind of like a nice secret. And so I went searching for podcasts and in my, you know, again, this is the, this is the agitated, irritable, restless version of myself using, you know, uh, drinking. Um, I wanted something where people weren't doing well, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of podcasts about like, there's like both parties are just, they're doing really well, you know? They're like, hey, welcome to the show where I'm doing well. Here's my host. They're doing well and we're doing really well. And you're like, fuck you. I don't (laughs) want anything to do with you. (laughs) So I thought I, um, this kind of idea had come to me just because I couldn't find it. I'm sure it's out there. I just, again, could not be more lazy. Um, and I, the idea of fucking sober just encompassed everything that I feel about sobriety. And, uh, not every day. Mostly I give it up and I'm like really grateful to be sober, but it's just not pleasant and it's not linear mm-hmm. and it's, it's a lot. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not pretty. And I think there's a presentation of sobriety, uh, right now sort of on, on the platforms where we have really put together women who have a bunch of pink on, and that is really cool. And like, I love that. Like, I love that we can have like kind of pretty looking sobriety. It's just not the way that I had that experience. So even I'm just one sliver away from a different type of recovery. I'm white presenting, I'm heterosexual. So we're not talking about diverse here, right? Like I'm just, I just am slightly 
not like the, the clean sobriety thing. I feel better celebrating with 90 day balloons. Like it's just not, (laughs) you know, it doesn't resonate with me. So I made a podcast for that. So, um, it's more like a radio play. And my favorite part Mm. about all of this idea, um, it took me about a year to sort of write the script as I also got clean again. Well, I shouldn't say clean again. I got, I stopped drinking again. Um, and then it took me like another year to really uh, go through, come through it again. I didn't really know when I was going to do it. And then the pandemic hit and I realized now is the time because I had time. And the missing link was figuring out how it was going to have music and sound effects with the show because I needed it to be a full fledged sort of like watching TV without the TV on experience. Um, yeah. So we needed sound effects uh, and we needed music to help create tone. And the moment that I realized that there was no other way to do this, that the music had to come from other sober artists is when the journey really took off. Like when I started to get other people involved and they were people who um, either are in active recovery themselves or tangentially um, have experienced people who uh, have suffered from drug addiction. it, it changed the game for me because it stopped being uh, like a living thing inside my head and started being a breathing thing with other people's mm-hmm. art that they had already made. Um, and it just took on this like, re- like, I mean, it's, it's just like all really cool things that we get to do. It took on this thing that I could never recreate um, that I could never have done without the 25 artists that I did. And you know, my experience with you, John Jeremy, is that I had listened to, I think, is it uh, Break Your Heart, Take Your Heart? Take Your Heart, yeah. Take Your Heart. At about making episode two, I made each episode, I made it in the week of, before releasing it, and I had listened to Take Your Heart, and then I was like, why isn't this guy coming, like, getting back to me? Like, this is this song would be perfect in this episode. Doesn't he know? And I had <laughs> reached out to you, and it just went into the Instagram wormhole. But I was so jazzed. You're the first person that I had sort of like, I had this this 11 people that had reached out to me from like a backstage call I basically had had done. And that was like a really great base. But you were like, you were me being like, oh no, you actually have to go, like there are people out there. You have to go and find them and that, that wear their sobriety with pride and that write music about sobriety and that write poetry about sobriety. And that it's it's a facet of who they are, but it's also like a badge that they wear. And um, and and listening to your music and and going down that rabbit hole was so special for me because it just it again continued. You know, as soon as I started to use your music, I, I don't know how many episodes is your music in three, four. Yeah, um, yeah it's in quite they, a few episodes. <laughs> yeah, it really, you were like, sure, you can use my music, and I was like, oh, for real, and uh, <laughs> for real. And like I told you, like, I didn't, I don't know. So like, I know the scripts, but as I, my process with it has been just listen, like I am like all of the artists that we use on this show, I am their number one fan. I know all of their songs because I listened to them on repeat. And then suddenly it was like, oh, she's walking down the street and this is what she's listening to. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) Like it just felt very, it like felt very outside of me. It's like, you know. It's that stuff that we talk about when we, when collaboration happens and it's like really in alignment. It's like very special. So I'm all hyping it up because it it really just feels very um, it felt it felt very magical to me and also very something very much something that I didn't choose and also very much something that again like 
I could never recreate um, in that way. Um, and so the show to me has taken on this like really, really cool form, like this audio diary of this portion in my life or this time in my life when I had gotten sober at one point. And, it, and uh, it's the first 90 days of that journey. And yeah, you can tell I'm like jazzed about it. I'm trying to get like, I'm, I'm like miss it. Um, but uh, it really is for the person who just can't listen to one more person be doing well. Um, and, uh, and that like, spoiler alert, like she makes it through 90 days. So that's good. Like, and I think it's just not pretty or fun and you don't have to be doing well. And she unpacks a lot about herself and, um, and and the other thing, right. That we learn in, in the rooms and that we learn when we, we share stories is that, you know, the specificity of my story will help you uncover your story or help you relive your story or help you remember your story. And then that's how we get rid of shame, right? That's how we get rid of stigma. So, um, that's, yeah, all these things, like the initial thing came out of me because I, it just had to, Mm -hmm. and all of the stuff that is reverbing, reverbing off me now is just the responses that people have had to the show, your enthusiasm to the show. And really like the the closeness that I feel to these people who are just like, yeah, sure. Like, I think this is cool. Like use my music. I'm like, no, you changed my life. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very special eight episode limited series about the first 90 days of getting sober in New York city from Anita Drake's perspective. Yeah. I think, I think that it, everything you said is why I, I found it to be refreshing because the take on it, not just the style of it, because it is not, it's it's a podcast, but like you said, it's like a play. So when people yeah. click it, they're expecting to hear the like, you know, talking rhetoric about, you know, recovery or like, you know, what people like, you know, well, I go to meditation and three times a day and that <laughs> helps me to focus more on myself. And, uh, I can't. you know, and, yeah. and, but yours, yours was a play and like Anita herself, like, I just feel like, you know, that character, like when I when I was listening to it, I I just envisioned like animation or something or just seeing it in my head. You know, I, I love maybe that people idea. maybe people envisioned like a sh- like, you know, they envisioned a show, but I envisioned it as like an animation for some reason. But um, it was it was like you said, like exactly how you said the the not pretty parts, the parts where like, you know, where like, you know, for me, it's always like, you know. Oh, well, you know, I didn't drink today, so I'm grateful. You know, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> say I'm great. You know what I'm saying? But instead of saying no, this, you know, this fucking sucks today. I fucking feel like shit. It was hard for me to get out of bed. Yeah, I got out of bed. Don't tell me what to feel grateful for. Matter of fact, don't even tell me what to fucking feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me so what real. to feel. No, that's that's what your that's what that podcast was. It was very real, and that's what I'm saying. Like that, it was probably very uh cathartic to not just do the podcast from such a real point of view where people can listen to it and be like you know like again like if people want to listen to it it's the fucking sober podcast look for it and that way they can hear it and listen for themselves like this story and it was it was just so real like you know even like uh uh like the judgment parts like you know when she was like judging people here and there like yeah, like, why don't people, like, I, I think in one of my earlier episodes with my friend Julie, we were talking about judging people. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can I not, how can, like, you know, am I, like, I'm not floating above the rest of the world. Like, yeah, I'll, 
I judge people. You know, not all. You know, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. What do you want? Well, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying well, right. Me. Like my first thought is not my best thought. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not my thought. Like <laughs> you know, it's still my first thought, and that's a little bit right. Like in sobriety or in recovery, we learn to be people, right? I feel like that was the the missing link for me is that I don't, I didn't know whatever the manual, like God was handing out manuals when we were babies. And he was like, yo, you're going to have to look at this later. He just skipped me. He was like, you shall not have boobs and you shall not get this manual. So I grew up flat chested and without a manual on how to do life. So I had to figure that out when I went to AA and I had to, um, AA and NA and, and I had to learn from other people. So for me, I, I just really, I, I think that Anita acts out in a lot of ways in this and in, in the same ways that obviously I did, but you know, just cause it's my first thought doesn't mean I have to say it out loud, but in the podcast, we get to hear her, you know, we get to hear what those first thoughts are. Um, Amazing. That's yeah. What I love about it, you know, cause, cause everybody then is like low key. At least I was when I was listening, I was like, oh, I was like, Oh my God, that's me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> like that was me too. Or that is me. Whatever. Like, you know, like, there's no, like you said, uh, to alleviate the shame, to be honest with yourselves of who you are. And that, you know, there's no, it, it's, it's definitely relieve. It, it definitely kills the ego of any kind. Like to just, it, it, if I just, this is who I am all the way. Like there's nothing for the ego to hold on to because the ego wants me to hide all those insecurities and not to be vulnerable or let people know I'm vulnerable or just be honest and say, you know, what it is. So I love it. I love it. That's that definitely came came through on the podcast. So thanks, dude. And uh, yeah, I hope it continues. I, I mean, we've we've been getting a lot of a lot of really positive vibes. And if you listen to the show and I would love to hear, you know, anybody, anybody in the world listen to this. If you listen to the show, please reach out and let us know if it affects you. Like, you know, that it's so it's a gift for me on a daily basis, you know, to forget that I made this, this thing and then to have someone say something cool. You know, I know you know how that is, John Jeremy, the idea that, oh yeah, I made this song 10 years ago and someone's like crying listening to it. Um, like it's the the stuff that lives in, like the art that can live in perpetuity that is accessible. It's magic, like in some ways, because like, you know, your music was written to be listened to, like, you know, with your ear, earbuds on and like have an experience and you made it like raw in the moment. And that's the same thing with the podcast, like how you're supposed to listen to it is how is whenever you listen to it then. So it's like in that moment where it's like theater, if I watch like a performance like of it that was like filmed on, you know, filmed for TV or something, it's not the same thing because theater you're supposed to experience live, but music you're supposed to experience with your earbuds on as you're going on a walk and like podcasts, you're exposed to experience that way. So like that art form it is like really special for for that like private kind of needing to like have your own moment moments. And so I'm hoping that I'm hoping that it will, will age well and, uh, and that it'll always sit there in that sort of time capsule. And, um, you know, and I, I did all the sound sound design for it. So I, you'll hear it gets better sound design wise because I just did not know what I was doing, but you know, I'm, I'm just going to chip away, you know, and make it happen. And, and now season two will will be a representation of somebody else getting sober that, you know, is a very different, has a very different exterior body because I think, right, we want to be able to talk about recovery 
not like re recovery is for everybody, but we have to also understand the lens of which people are seeing and experiencing recovery and what, what kind of recovery people have access to and um, the judgments in recovery and, you know, all sort of stuff that, you know, I can, I can see another body sort of talk about their recovery experience and feel like it's my story, but also I need to understand that the context, which comes out of that story, right? Like, like it, they're, they're, it, they transcend, you know, ages, race, uh, socioeconomic background, you know, that it, the stories do transcend because we are all, we're all struggling. We all struggled, but we need to take recovery in context. So I think that's really important. The contextual body that recovered is going to have a different experience. And to hear that story is really important. So we're going to try to try to expand away from, you know, cute heterosexual white girl, which is me, to, you know, other other bodies um, and, and see where that takes us. That's going to be so interesting to 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 see recovery work you know, or, or just recovery in general in someone else's skin, you know, someone else's, you know, point of view. Because, like, I was having a conversation with my friend yesterday, and we were sitting having tea, and uh, I was just saying, like, we live in, we we live in, it's funny, I said, you know, I'm having tea with you, but, like, I'm, I'm living in a different world than you are. Because, like, how mm. I view the world is my bubble, and how you view your world is your bubble. You know what I'm saying, and I think that um, I was this some. Uh, she actually sent me a a podcast today, and it was talking about um, the guy was just just saying how our experiences like how different like um, oh no, I'm sorry, it it was another thing I listened to, but I remember that the guy was telling a story about you know an atheist who was praying and asking God to. He was at a bar and he was explaining how he was praying, you know, that he was lost and he was saying, you know, I'm going to die out here. And he's like, oh, fine, I'll pray to God that I that I don't die out here. And then, you know, the guy listening said, oh, well, I guess then you believe in God then because you're here now. And he goes, no, he goes, just a couple of like Eskimos came and they helped me. And he goes, oh, OK, so he said the thing was that the other person listening saw that let's say for example maybe thought saw that it was god's work but the atheist did not see that it that that it was that way he just saw that people came and helped him he said right now neither of them are right or wrong he says they just see the same story differently and that's what i'm saying like our world like i see the world just in my the way i see it however you know with everything that i believe and everything that i had everything that i view it as and it doesn't mean that i'm right or wrong it just is my experience so i think that this sobriety thing is this this you know podcast is going to be cool because we're going to be able to experience it because i've experienced it through anita i experienced through her right. eyes that's why these these mediums are great that's why these stories like you said storytelling that's why it's great because we get to get invited into their life which that's why it's, that's why it's like such a big thing it's like a mind-blowing thing because that's why shows like that and things like that are crazy because we don't get to do that i don't get to jump into your skin and, and see how you live your life but you've you've created so something real. you've created something that now we can now i can jump into to her mind and, and now i'm taking a ride with her and seeing life or sobriety her recovery journey in this moment through her eyes i think it's awesome 
I love, I, I like, so love that. There was a comment on, um, just someone had written a very short review. It said, it's like, she's in my head, but I like <laughs> the idea of almost like VR goggles, right? Like, like how do, how does she experience the world? And, um, and that is, that is, and you know, that what, what I wrote about is how I experienced the world and how I experienced the world has a lot to do with, you know, whatever, where I grew up and my parents mm -hmm. and their background and all that stuff, but also how I experience the world and how the world treats me is how I present in the world. Right. So like a lot of, you know, a lot of my story and recovery and in, in, in Anita's journey um, has a lot to do with like sexual trauma and sexual promiscuity and a little bit of like, you know, using like, I'm cute, like I'm cute. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I got away with a lot of stuff. Like I got away with a lot of stuff. And I didn't get it. And when I did get in trouble, I didn't really get in trouble, you know, and, and we don't necessarily touch on that, but that's a big part of my, I mean, we could hear it in the story, but it's a big part of my story, right? Mm -hmm. If I was a diff, like a very different presenting person, the things that I did when I like, you know, threw a shoe at a car or whatever, like, like some, someone's like, oh, she's a crazy bee or whatever. If I'm a di very different person, that person comes after me and beats me up, right? Like, yeah. it's just very, it really is like understanding the way in which you're viewed in the world. And then we, when we talk about recovery, we want to talk about mental health. Just like, there's just, I mean, also like, let's come off, let's, let's like come off of it. Like we're coming off of 2020. We're coming off of the summer. We're coming off of George Floyd. We're coming off of all this stuff. Like we need to continue to open this big conversation about the stories that we tell. And it, it is kind of, you know, it is kind of wild for me to realize that, you know, I, I was a little nervous about telling Anita's story because I feel like her story, you know, is, is something we've heard before. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that it resonates with a lot of people. But, you know, really, when it comes to storytelling and the stories we, we need to hear, you know, we need to hear a bit, we need a bigger footprint. We need a bit bigger contents, context and it needs to be for everybody. Because um, like, great, right, like we were kind of fed the same things. Um, and I think that's like something that's really special about going into the rooms and hearing stories in recovery is that we do meet all sorts of crazy people. Like all of us are crazy. Yeah. We all look very different. <laughs> we yeah. all have different DLCs. We all have different histories and we're all in the same room. You know, like, like, like recovery should be the revolution for like unpacking your, your biases. Recovery should like, like be at the apex of being like, you know, we have an entire program where we're supposed to look at our biases about ourselves, right? Yeah. And then apply it to the world, right? Like anybody who's in recovery that is like, you know, un unwilling to look at their, I don't know this conversation to go this way down, Jeremy, but here we go. Anyone <laughs> who is <laughs> like, is like unwilling to look at their own like biases. And I mean like biases in general, not just like racial biases, but like gender biases, like socioeconomic biases like if they're not willing to do that and they're in recovery like that's confusing to me like like being in recovery is like the the true unpacking of love like and it starts mm. with you yeah. i don't know any other form like i don't it, i have met people in recovery who just refused to look at the world that way and it's confusing to me because we have a book right that like helps you do that mm -hmm. and just apply it through that lens. So, I mean, I'm not saying that like, I don't have, you know, everybody has their own work to do. I've been, you know, whatever. And it's, but, it, but that's the thing about recovery too. Like we're not recovered, we're in recovery mm -hmm. and that's love too. Like it's not stagnant, it's constant. So I don't know. I feel like 
I, I feel a lot of hope when I see diversities, diversity in the rooms and, you know, hearing other people's stories and um, the way that people will speak up in terms of like changing some of the language. So it feels more inclusive, like, you know, that kind of stuff, I think is just really, 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 really important. And it's happening at an acceptance rate. Like it's not happening fast because people have wanted it to happen like that for a long time, but it's, it's, being, it seems to me, and maybe it's just the circles I'm in, getting more and more acceptable to be like, hey, instead of saying men and women, can we say people? Like, yeah, sure, whatever, that sounds good. Um, just to be more inclusive. Um, and that brings me hope. Like, that brings me a lot of hope in terms of making these conversations about recovery for everybody. And season two of Fucking Sober will start to do that. I can't wait for that. That's going to be so <laughs> awesome. And like you were talking about, like when you said the biases, like I just was thinking about this conversation I had with my buddy Rich and he just basically said like, oh yeah, he's like, you know, well, people have whatever people have stakes in. He goes, that's what you're talking about, right? He goes, because mm. everyone has stakes in something. And I understand like, you know, for myself, um, people might not understand what... First of all, I think this one guy after a meeting, like he was he was talking about something and I just I'm not even going to talk about it on the podcast what he was saying. But I was like, OK, like, you know, do what you got to do. And like, you know, it was it was like, I guess, an opposing view of mine. But he's like, like he wanted me to agree with him. And I was just like, mm. hey, man, I said, you know what I said? The thing is the thing with that is that. Everyone has, I said, everyone has different values and morals. So like what I find, what I value is going to be different than what you value. And like, you know, he just didn't, I don't know if he understood it. He wasn't upset, but he just was, I don't think he even like, uh, he was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't even think he understood what I was trying to say. Like, I was just explaining to him that like, you know, like, you know, not all of us value the same thing. So that's why we, that's why it's a lot of head bumping. Uh, headbutting or whatever it is we're you know bumping heads because of that you know it's like you know what i value is going to be different with someone else values and like we're all you know if we can communicate like this hurts me like is you know like and, and then someone can have compassion about oh why does that hurt you instead of like oh you know that doesn't hurt you you know what i'm saying stop it stop you just you want attention you're being dramatic and it's like whoa it's like you know no like you know the you know what's it called um D uh like uh like not, value, not not valuing your like you know what you're saying not val like invalidating invalidating that's what I'm that was oh 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 for. sorry yeah yeah I yeah like invalidating the, the your, conflict, your stuff yeah. yeah but like you're what you're saying is a great point of view because like your your podcast is is uh is doing that and letting people like you were saying that like now there's like you can listen to this and like it, it it's gonna open up a lot of avenues because like with my music. I was listening to a lot of people, you know, I'm not the first person to ever write a song about sobriety or rap about it, but like I had not heard anybody like having fun with it, like at all. Mm. Like I didn't, ha I didn't mm -hmm. hear nobody. I didn't even hear like, you know, like when Mac Macklemore was right, doing this songs. Right, this is so real. Macklemore this was so like, real. you know, like, you know, he's sweating, he's on the floor. Dude, I get it. Not only that, not, not only do I get it, but like. I know I'm suffering from it. I'm suffering from a disease that that makes me depressed already. I don't need to be more depressed. I get I know it's a problem. I know people are dying and it's suffering, but you know what? I'm sober as fuck. You know, I'm I'm bumping, I'm coming and saying, "Hey guys, like I'm I'm not only am I be I feel better 
I I am better. Like I I'm coming and I'm saying, yo, I want to have fun with it. So, but that's my life. That's how I'm coming at it because that's my point of view. And there was actually a road for it. So you're you're paving a road uh, for yours. And that's what I was telling my friend the other day with the new with the new medium that I'm that I'm trying to accomplish with 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 what I'm doing. I said, you know, hey man. If there, if you don't, if you don't see a road for what you want, fucking make your own road. Just make your own shit. Oh, that. That's it. And that, that's what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. We're making our own roads. There's no, I don't know. The, you know what? There's no rules because nobody has made this road before. So we're paving it. If you wanna, if you wanna uh, drive on it, go ahead. You know, come drive on our road because you know we're making it. So come along with us. That way, you know it. Opens yeah, we up. make it for you. Yeah. yeah that's oh no, it. It's I'm like, I it's hope like I open we the don't door. make it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I that that is exactly that was exactly it. I think like what you just said was like so spot on about like you you like you were writing about you're writing music about your experience and then you know you're you're aware of being like, oh, I'm not it's not about like being on the floor and can't get up and like sweating or whatever. Like it is about living. And like I think there's that thing too, like I, I would hope that fucking sober. I try to I try to make it a comedy. In, in a way, because some of the shit, you know, some of the stuff that you think, some of the judgments that you have, your thoughts are crazy. And like, you can only laugh at it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's because like, yeah, yeah, this it's comical. Like it's comical. Like going, we have all these movies, like going through heartbreak is comical. Going to a funeral can be comical, right? Like there can be laughter and joy in all these sort of like moments of difficulty. In fact, it has to be like, they have to be. So or, or else it actually, we, we just don't reach anybody with it. There's no one who's willing to listen to it. And I, anyway, I, I'm so, I, when you just said that about your work, I just so co-sign on that because that is what attracts me to your work. I mean, I listen to your music all the time. Sober as fuck is like, I listen, like I literally like listen to it in my kitchen when I'm making breakfast. Like it's like, you know, it is, it is like my music in a way that feels like nothing I could ever find before. Because it, you just, it, I mean, right. You talk about experiences that you really had and with like, with, I guess, you know, it's like with, with joy, even if it's sad or with joy, even if it was hard, it is, it is that thing that, you know, you're just specific with it. And that, I think that's what makes your music so special. Thank you. I really, I really, I'm blushing. I really appreciate that. Oh, this is just one big love fest. This I know. We're just like, you know? I love the stuff you do. And you're like, I love this stuff you do. And everybody's like, what? But now, now everybody's curious about like your podcast. So, I, I mean, I hope whoever's listening is going to be like, I got to check out this podcast because you, because, um, what you were talking about in the rooms, like there's uh, without spoiling, even if I did spoil it, they have to listen anyway. But like there's parts <laughs> where like she she like says the stuff like, you, you know, like the the old timer in the room or something like that. Like, the, you know what you're thinking about that guy. You know, what you like, you know, all the things that were, you know, what? first of all, if anybody has gone to 12 step, meet, you know, su substance abuse, whatever 12 step mm -hmm. substance abuse meeting, uh. You know you're thinking all these things once you listen to the podcast. So don't don't front that you've never thought these things. <laughs> listen to the listen to the this so, sober this fucking sober podcast, and that way you can you know whatever Anita's thinking, you know that's why like I laughed. I, I thought it was very funny. I'm like that is so real. That's true. Like that's exactly what you know how it is. You know you you're thinking the same thing. So they have to check out. You know they have to actually check it out, click it, and listen to see what I'm talking about. But you know, I know the identification will be there regardless. I don't care who you are. It, you know, you go and you listen to it. If anybody that's trying to get into any type of recovery or just trying to get better in general, if they 
they go on this journey with her, they're going to they're going to feel it, you know, they're going to definitely. Well, I, I also I want to mention also that with with it, I mean, I, I'm a program baby like I would have died without AA. So that's, you know, a little bit why I told this story. But it is a little bit like, you know, it, it you know, AA is, is this big mystery. And of course, it's going to be a big <laughs> fucking mystery till you sit in the chair. Just go to the fucking meeting, you know, like so it's a little bit like, you know, anybody who's been a couple times like, you know, I get it. Like if, if you're kind of like, oh, it's not for me. But this is a little bit of what this show unpacks. You know, it's not for me either. Trust me. But I had to go. So because I didn't I couldn't think of another option because I'm kind of a dum dum. And I like, you know, I'm, I'm too self-sufficient for my own good. I'm too codependent for my own good. Mm-hmm. And um, and I that's through this lens of recovery, I mean, there's, there's, of course, tons of recovery in all different spaces in all different ways. Um, but like this one's free. So that's like good. And, uh, and, uh, and so there's some of it, like if you've ever wondered what it was like to sit in an AA meeting, um, this is supposed to kind of give you a little bit of that. Um, you know, so if you're in recovery or you're sober curious and you don't know if it's for you, it still may not be for you, but it doesn't have to be a mystery anymore with, Mm. while also still like, you know, trying to hold truth without, you know, without trying to like expose all the secrets of what it is. Um, uh, cause oh, right. Like I'll see. <laughs> I, I, you know what, honestly, we gotta like, secrets. we gotta like close this off now. Maybe, maybe we'll have yeah. you back on the show and everything, you know, so that way we could talk more. I, I just for my, I can't, I can't speak for you. I, I'm just speaking for myself. Like I just definitely want to say I'm not like, I'm not pooping on the program i just it, it's funny it's like if you've been here long enough i've been coming around for a decade so like it's i just yeah. i get it that's why it's funny like it's supposed to be funny so like if you uh, you know how they say if you don't if you don't have a sense if you're not if you get offended you can call your sponsor <laughs> but like listen to it it's <laughs> yeah. so it's so fun it's like really great and uh, I, that's why, I, you know, when you love something so much that you eventually just you, you poke fun at it, like one of your buddies that you just love so much, you could you could rag oh, on him true. a little bit. That's how I take just just what both of our, you know, just your, what you're doing and what I'm doing. Like my I, I, I say tongue in cheek for my stuff. Like my stuff is like, hey, you know, I, I'm lighthearted. I'm I don't got to be so, you know, whatever serious about it. Uh, rule uh, rule 62, whatever. You know, rule 62. Yeah, that's it. Just kind of like have fun with it. And I think that I've been around long enough to 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 respect it. But it it does say levity. Right. You you know, people would be amazed by our worldliness and levity, like how we're laughing and how we just poke fun of each other and how this is that. I think that shows freedom. I think it shows true, like, you know, what it can get at. And and I think basically it's just like if if you ever been to high school. And you watch a movie about high school, you're gonna identify because when they do funny stuff, you're like, "Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's what high school is about." Well, this is this this is the recovery version of that. If you ever been to like, like you know, recovery twelve step, uh, this is that version. So it, that's why it'll it'll be funny to you. You know, that's just my my take on that. So you you just came up with a new slogan. Uh, <laughs> levity is freedom. Like that's so oh. great. That's exactly what it is. I'm putting that on the wall. Think think think. Thank um, Mac. It was great. This has been you. so great. Thank oh, you so much for you- letting me talk about the show and my views of storytelling. It's just really, I, you know, and your music is so special to me. So thank you for that. Oh, of course. I know we wanted to talk about so much more. Unfortunately, like I said, the time just goes by so quickly and it's like, ah, uh, but I'd love for you to plug anything you want to plug now. And uh, yeah, I, if you have IG or Twitter, if you, I don't know what you ha- like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it all up. So I'm, 
Yeah, I'm Katie Mack. Uh, you can find the, the podcast um, Fucking Sober on our website, www.fckingsoberpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And there you'll find links to Spotify or Apple Music. Um, and uh, it's F asterisk C-K-I-N-G sober. If you're like looking through Apple Podcasts, put an asterisk in the name, but um, going to the website might be easiest. And then um, you can find us on Instagram at F-C-K-I-N-G sober nine zero underscore podcast. And for the rest of, you know, the rest of the month, I think we're just going to do features of all the artists that have been on the show. And then that'll take us to season two, which will be released in May. Oh, I'm excited. I'm already excited. I know. I know. I'm nervous already. But yes. And uh, and we want to hear from you. So yeah, please, please check us out. I mean, we, I fucking love sober people. I fucking love them. <laughs> so just, you know, I'll, yeah. Thank you so much for letting me speak about the show, John Jeremy. Feels so blessed. Oh, I'm just, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I've, I've been wanting to get you on here, you know, since we've been talking. So like now I'm just... Now I'm happy, and uh, I think we're going to talk more. <laughs> with the more stuff that's coming up, like we'll definitely talk more about that. And uh, everybody, go check her out. Make sure you, you go on those links. You go on. I think if they just, even if they type in fucking with the whole word, fucking sober podcast anywhere, I believe that yours will come up. Yeah. Because I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think you can Google it at this point. Yeah, at this good. point. Yeah. yeah, at this point, with uh, Spotify, um, you know, Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast places or Google. Just type in fucking po- sober podcast. Like something's going to pop up. So, all right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out.